Well, good morning. This is Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I am super blessed today and feeling really lucky because I have an old friend, dear friend, um, back in the studio with me, Joshua Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Amy. So good to see you this wow. morning. Wow. You know, I've been talking um, this past month just about being back on Christian Teaching and Talk. And, um, and so, uh, you know, Joshua was one of... Uh, the guys that kind of just came up with me through those mm-hmm. couple of years with the morning show, which was on the word. If yes. a lot of you listeners remember that radio so station, awesome. um, but Hey, if you are not familiar with the show, I want to encourage you to go to amymillslive.com. The cool thing is we podcast every radio show that we do. So if you get lost in a series that I'm doing, you can always go back and pick those up. And um, you may want to do that uh, this weekend because Joshua is going to be with me here today, Saturday, and then also, tomorrow morning at 9 30 so um joshua i want to kind of reintroduce you to this audience because they don't know who you are Mm. and your story is so powerful and so what i want to do these first couple of segments is let's just journey through um your testimony and let's let people hear um wow the power and what god has done in your life yeah just uh, kind of let you lead and just answer uh, kind of what comes on your yeah well let's first tell them about oak ridge disciple house that's that's yeah. your job, right? Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, not only good to see, you, but thanks for the opportunity. Anytime we can come and and you know do any kind of evangelism to share what God's doing out at Oak Ridge, it's always I'd never turn it down. So good to reconnect with you, and I'm so excited that you are um, getting to do this again, and you're kind of think your thing is working again, and mm-hmm. and because I know. Of, of doing those shows with you in the past and um, that this is something you're so passionate about just encouraging people especially yeah. women uh, yeah. empowering yeah. and letting them know hey listen no matter where you are where you've been mm. God's got a plan and, okay. and you're going to get through it that's so, right. and that's kind of my story that's why I do what I do today you love helping women and I love helping men and putting broken families back together mm. um, this is uh, our you don't believe this because it's been years since we did, you know, the word show, but um, we just celebrated 11 years, wow. Amy. 11 oh, years on so May, much. on, uh, I'm sorry, March 15th, wow. I opened the doors of Oak Ridge, oh of gosh. the Oak Ridge Disciple House 11, 11, years, 11 years. years ago. And I don't think that we had the, because we just did it the first couple of years, but I don't think we, I don't know if you know this, but we opened up a second location no. down in Conroe. No. Outside of Houston. Okay. Yeah. Right. Beautiful there Lake Conroe area. stirring yeah, there. You had we, some guys down there that were getting their lives changed. Yeah. Well, we had, oh. we had, we had some guys here uh, that, uh, well, one guy in particular that was uh, blessed to have a family who had a small property down in Conroe and it was a small church and the church was struggling a little bit, but they were like, what do we, we know, we know we own this place. What are we going to do? Mm. And God just laid it on Chris's heart to go, you know what? Let's start a second disciple house down there. Wow. So we just took a step of faith and we can kind of talk about that and uh, a little bit how that all kind of worked out. Okay. But let yeah, me just tell everybody. Let me, yeah. Let me tell yeah, I me, really want to hit that. Yeah, because that'll kind of tie into having a second house and why, why yeah. how cool it is to have more beds down there. Yes. And so, uh, Oak Ridge. I want to know. I yeah, wanna, yeah. Okay, I'm not going to interrupt you. No, again. no, no, sorry, no, sorry. no. You. But I want. Me. I want you. I want you to kind of just tell. Like, I want you to tell about your youth and how in the Lord, how you found the Lord. Okay. Um, and yeah. what that looks like. Yeah, he found me for sure. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what Because I, I did a lot of a, a lot of running. Lot of and I'm running. so thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't in, it, even in my youth. I guess it was my youth because I was still such a punk kid at 34 years old right. when I finally um, uh, got caught by the Lord. But uh, just give you a little background on, on kind of leading up to how Oak Ridge came into existence. So I was born in Santa Maria, California. My dad was in the Navy. 
uh, had an older sister and an older brother, three years apart. So my brother was six years, my sister was three years, and my mom was very, very ill uh, when I was born. They even told her at that time, women, uh, you know, uh, that had epilepsy, which is what she had, mm-hmm. they shouldn't even really get pregnant, but just because it's so hard on the body and so forth. Well, this is what I was told, at least, that my father came home one day, uh, and uh, my mom was uh had passed away in her sleep and he would tell us stories about how he should have seizures and things like that i don't know how true that is just because you'll hear in a second where my dad kind of turned into something that none of us really knew about but um so my mom passed away when i was uh, just at a year just under a year old uh at two years old we ended up uh, he got out of the navy where uh station santa maria was the last place he was stationed we moved to houston and at three years old my dad married uh, another woman uh, who became my stepmom and that was just one big dysfunctional Brady Bunch put together. He had three kids, she had four kids, and we were all in this, you know, two-story house. It wasn't. I, I didn't grow up in poverty or anything. We didn't have a lot, but it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't. I, I don't have that. I was on the streets kind of yeah, kid yeah. story. It was a normal. At that time, it was a normal childhood. We lived in a neighborhood. It played outside. All those things. Yeah. Was, you know, it was it was it was good, uh, but there was a lot of abuse in the house. Not uh, by my dad f- with me, but by my stepmom. She was very mean and very angry, and mm-hmm. you know, she'd just smack you just for 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 nothing. And I went through a lot of abuse when he wasn't around. He, she would never really hit me when he was around, but when she, he he. he wasn't around that's when she would really kind of uh, do a lot of damage and it really scarred me psychologically I, I have even a hard time I have um, let me just share this I'm a dad of uh, three three beautiful children yes. two you're not gonna believe this either this is gonna show our age Luke is 15 about to be 16 going 10th grade wow. just started 10th grade Matthew is ninth grade and is about to be 15 and Emily started middle school that is the one I can't come believe. on I Emily believe. started middle school mm. pray for me <laughs> everyone out there please a pray girl for me. going into middle school oh, God. yes you know oh my gosh, so, so i've got change. three beautiful kids and but i, I say that, say that to say this I, I had a hard time even spanking my kids just because i got beat so bad by my stepmom yeah, yeah. so by the grace of god I have really really good kids and they're not troublemakers so far so good that's you know right. not going into middle school and high school you know that's where the prayers really start yeah but i but i hadn't had to do that i can just kind of look at them go uh, play times over you know so it's been, been good but that's where my abuse came from and so Went through that for for eight years, and at nine years old, my world, and you know this, Amy, my world just completely changed forever in one second, Mm -hmm. one night, Mm -hmm. nine o'clock. I remember it like it was yesterday. And, you know, every time I tell this story, it's always I can remember it like it was. We, ha- we all have those times in our life mm-hmm. where it's like it goes in slow motion and you'll never forget it. It mm-hmm. just just those, you know, God calls them in experiencing God, spiritual markers. Right. And there's good spiritual markers and there's bad. I believe right. there's some no. markers in, throughout all our life where we see God at work. And mm-hmm. even in the baddest ones, mm-hmm. if we'll look and see the joy of the Lord, we can go, you know what? It could have been a lot worse. Right. You know, this and that. If you have the eyes. That's to see right. That. What God was doing. Yeah. Right. And I see that today which yes. was great but at that moment it was the worst moment of my life where I literally heard a door I had her fight downstairs which was not abnormal we uh you know were just always arguing someone was always arguing and bickering in a family that size with kids so I heard a door slam uh and I ran to the window upstairs and pulled myself up over the windowsill and I watched my dad get in his car slam the door back down the driveway and I don't know why I mean I'd kind of watched him drive off before and just kind of watch him drive off but I don't know why but this night mm. I watched his taillights till I couldn't see him anymore, having no idea, Amy, that I would never, ever see him again. Wow. 
Okay, that is heavy. Um, and there's so much more to your story. And so, guys, if you're out there right now, um, just stick with us. I want you to hear the power uh, and the victory um, of the Lord in Joshua's life. Dr. Ben and Dr. Gerard at Focused On You Chiropractic adjust your spine with a highly specialized system, correcting nerve interference in the upper spine, allowing the rest of the spine to become healthy and stable. The result is less pain, better health, less illness, and a better quality of life. No cracking, popping, or twisting ever. Connect to Dr. Ben at FocusedOnYouChiropractic.com. Welcome back. It's Amy here on the Amy Mills Live Show, and I am right in the middle of um, allowing uh, my guest here, Joshua from Oak Ridge Disciple House, uh, just share his testimony with us. And he just shared um, as a young boy that one of those moments in time that um, are are markers, they are markers on us. And um, whether it is a scar or whether it is even a glory marker, right, that you can never forget. But this one was not a good marker uh, where your dad is driving away and you never see him again. Yeah, so he 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 drives out. I watched those taillights disappear. And I didn't know what was going on at the time. But the next day, I find out that, the and, and like I said it a minute ago, my dad never laid a finger on me. He never touched me. He was my hero. He was my dad. He is the dad. He was the dad that I remember. Not this dad that he became, but the dad that I remember is the dad that I am to my sons today. He's the guy that taught yeah. me how to throw a football, Papa yeah. Willie. And he yeah. was my dad. He was my hero. Mm-hmm. But the hero of my life the next day becomes something that I would have never, ever known. And I found out that he had been molesting, raping, I it's the only way to put it. My sister, mm. from the time she was three and she was 12 going on 13 at this time. Mm. And she had come out and she had said something to one of my stepsisters that she had had enough. And they had confronted him and he took he off. Took and that was it. So being um, a very lost family, and that's another thing. I did not grow up in church, Amy. I didn't grow up even knowing. I knew the only thing I knew about church is those were kind of very protected places. And you didn't play around as a kid on church church mm-hmm. that's all i really knew it was yeah. something something different but i didn't know the lord at, at all we didn't go to church we didn't have any 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 jesus in our life wow. at all just uh, believe me believe me the jesus that was in my house was not the jesus of yeah. the bible yeah <laughs> <laughs> so and we and a lot of us that grew up like that you sure, know what I mean? sure and it's amazing how god will transform you the way you think and mm. and how even saying jesus in a derogatory way is just awful because the holy spirit mm-hmm. i love that so um my stepmother decided you know what even after eight nine years, and I'm the only mom these kids have ever known. I don't. I don't want to have anything to do. I don't want anything to do with these. And so we were put in. When my my brother was almost seventeen or eight, almost eighteen, going, he got out. He went out onto his own, and me and my sister were put in two separate uh, orphanages. Foster. Yeah, foster care. Mm-hmm. It was called they were orphanages back then, but now they're foster homes, group homes. Um, we were split up, and uh, from nine to seventeen, wow. I was in the system. Wow, CPS, you know, wow. but. Mm. markers right good ones mm. even in bad times where i could have ended up where because you hear all the horror stories of foster homes and group homes a lot of them not all of them i love foster parents don't hear me sure, there, but, sure. but there's no, there's you know i there, mean there, you, i could have ended up anywhere. there's abuse and in clarewood place right. and i'll never forget the name where i was mm. was an awesome place it was the exact 
picture of the Texas Baptist Children's yes. Home in Round Rock yes. without the Baptist, without oh, the Christian, without so the Jesus. Good. But it was three boys' homes and three mm-hmm. b- girls' homes on these on this big, huge property. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, eight kids in each house, and and we went to public school. We 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 got to live as normal of a yeah, life as we. Nice it, it was, and I couldn't end up in a lot of. But God, I know God always had His hand on sure. me. You know what I mean? So so my sister was in, in another place, and and bless her heart, she today she really struggles, and we haven't had a lot of contact uh, just because she doesn't want to have anything to do with this Jesus who loves yeah, her she yeah, fights she that and so angry. she's even you know and and I pray for her every day and please as you're listening to this pray for her she's in an alternative lifestyle and and uh, just you know who could blame her I guess right right who could blame so her with scars. the only man that you know that so was supposed scars. to love her the most to do that to her why would she trust any man mm-hmm. so pray for trust pray for faith mm-hmm. I pray for her salvation every day mm-hmm. and and join me in that please her name is Barbara and then also Frank as well I uh, found out a few years later after being in the group home that my dad had done the same thing to my brother when he was little. I don't know if you remember that. Um, and I had carried some guilt. I don't know why, but I carried mm-hmm. some guilt that why did it have to happen to them? And God said, listen, don't work just that you, you, you focus on what I'm doing in you. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I've got that too. Yeah. And as hard as you know, don't feel bad because your dad didn't touch you. Mm-hmm. Don't feel just, just live in what I'm doing in you. And that's, mm-hmm. that's hard though. Cause you do carry guilt and shame. And right. why did your siblings? Yeah. My siblings. And so because of where I'm at now in the Lord and the ministry that I do and and, and witnessing to them, Frank also has rejected all of it, and he's in an alternative lifestyle. So it's just mm-hmm. the enemy, the devil has just made has just made yep. a mess of my yep. family. So, so get out onto my own, okay? Eighteen years old, and man, I am just a mess. I had a great experience at the group home. I was not a troubled kid. I, you know, I'm sure I carried a lot of pain in, but I didn't get in trouble, things like that. Um, but I got on my own, and man, I had this huge hole in my heart and this big chip on my shoulder, Amy, and I just went nuts. I really, you couldn't tell me anything. Yeah. Once I started having to make my own way and everything, it was just all about me, and I was so selfish and so angry. And one night, this will be good. We'll get right to that next segment, kind of. Mm-hmm. One night at a party, I hadn't ever used drugs you know drank a little bit things like that through um but it's almost 21 years old at a party one of my best friends at the time the bible says be careful of your friends yes you know what i mean yes be careful of your friends walked up to me said hey man come here try this because he knew man i was just a mess you know always fighting and you yeah. look what are you looking at uh, say this is chill you out <laughs> boy it was a devil yep that's a lot i went into the bathroom and I did my first line of powder cocaine, and I heard a devil that I know today, because mm. I know the flesh, right? and I know my right. heart. I know the Holy Spirit when he talks to me. I know the devil going, come on, that's one bite. It'll be all right, you know. And I heard the devil say, I got you, in my, in my, in my bed. I just wow. felt that. Wow. Got you. And he did. And from that first line of cocaine in me, I was done. Mm. I was hooked. Mm. And mm. long story longer, I rode that nightmare for, golly, almost almost 15 years. And all that goes in. We can go into, but if you've ever had anybody that you know or you yourself in that drug world, you yeah. know it's nothing but trouble. It's nothing right. but destruction. It's, it's nothing but death. It's nothing but a lie. I love that. It's a carrot that you chase yeah. yep. to find that first night. Yeah. And it never and happens And you again. never, ever will yep. ever get there. You know, but, I was just talking to my daughter about that because they were watching, a, you know, they give these videos at school. And I was in in, um, some of the audience knows my story. And I came out of, uh, you know, drug use and alcohol abuse and men use and all of those things. But, you know, that's what I said to her. I was like, Lauren, it is at you know that first time you may have a great time and it may feel great. 
but it never <laughs> can repeat itself. And, it's ne- and it, that's you, you, you try and you try and I said so. It's a lie. It's like a it, lie. Like it's lying to and you. And it's the best liar because it will convince you every time, even after the most horrific right. events happen or can't pay your bills or whatever. Mm-hmm. It will convince you that you're going to find it mm-hmm. and you can numb and escape for a second. And every time it's worse and worse and worse. And man, I just like I said, you know, I tried all the other drugs, things like that, but powder cocaine. Thank right. God I didn't that's, get into the heroin yeah. and all the yeah, needles and all. That's the next but step. powder cocaine was my wow. was my nemesis and man it just took everything good and just destroyed it. All right guys, if you are listening, stick with us because we're going to come back and finish this story and then Joshua's going to be with me tomorrow on my radio program at 9:30. We're going to continue talking through what God has done in his life. But if you know somebody or if you it's you, maybe it's you or if you know somebody who um, is just wrecked out on drugs, then you have got to finish this story with me and you have got to hear that there is no lost cause. When it comes to God, there's no, no lost no. causes. Nope. Um, so stick with us. We're going to be back with the rest of the story. It's awesome. Hey guys, thanks for taking a short break with me. I am super excited to invite you to a life-transforming, mountain-moving, inner-healing, get-rid-of-the-junk-in-your-trunk event. It is called Redemption Weekend, and it radically changed my life 20 years ago. It will change your life, too. Redemption Weekend is August 2nd through the 4th at T-Bar-M Retreat Center. Do not live another minute with strongholds in your life that are binding you from being all God intended you to be and all that you hoped for. Go to amymillslive.com and click redemption. Welcome back. It's Amy here. I am with Joshua Harris and are, are, like, are you the executive director? Is that what? Give me, give me something formal here. You want formal? Yeah. yeah I'm, so I'm, I'm a servant first, but I'm the founder. Founder. And, and I'm executive the executive director. director. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I that's run like what I would all the big do. picture. I do all the fundraising. I'm the face. I'm the evangelist. Yeah. And then I have a staff yeah. of three that are on property at all times. Got it. Okay. So um, we're going to talk a little bit more about that later. And it may not be until tomorrow because I really want to get through this this testimony and the power of how this all has come about. So um, Joshua is sharing with us um, his life story. And we are at the point where now cocaine has got his life. And not only got his life, but got his life for about 15 years. Oh. Almost 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So uh, and like I said, with all that goes along with, you know, the the, that drug world, lots of arrest, lots Mm. of, you know, um, moving and and just uh, relationship. I mean, just you just run through and destroy every relationship, every everything good that God's Mm. trying to help you with. You just destroy it, Mm. you know, and 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 as I went through, I I always mentioned experiencing God because it was such a powerful, powerful tool in my life of God really revealing himself to me. I mean, it's really true. I really believe it was absolutely anointed that Henry Blackaby was anointed by God to write Mm -hmm. that book because Mm -hmm. the key theme behind that book is God is at work. Will you join him? And and one of the things that we that that I just see God putting people even in my destruction days. He knew me. He loved me. He was putting people, and I would just run through them and run through them, and people would invite me to church, and, oh, you know. Mm. And so, yeah, how it goes. But uh, just, well, just, you just start using people. Even you just, you're oh, using drugs, oh, but you're the, using the people. best, the best. And mm-hmm. so, ended ended up uh, going to jail for the last time. Praise the Lord! But it was the best time because it was when I met um, 
Pastor Bob Davis, who God used to save my life. He's with the Lord now. I can't wait to see him again. Give him a <laughs> hug. But uh, he went to he went to be with the Lord about six years ago. Uh, was so ready to go home, and wow. uh, but God just used him so powerfully in my life and in so many people's lives. He planted churches all over this world, in Japan and California and here in Texas where I met him. And so, uh, but I was in jail and I met his son Shane Davis and. Shane was a guy who just couldn't stop using meth, but would do great work in jail because he was grew up in the church. I mean, he loved the Lord. He just was, was that spiritual war was real in his life as well, that mm-hmm. Ephesians six. And so he would, you know, do good for a while. And then he would go back to jail and do really good in jail and get out and be on fire for the Lord. And then just, you know, it's just that, Touch it's just that, yeah, it's that daily surrender that yes. you can't stop, you know, and you can't stop doing the things you've got to do mm-hmm. to keep those holes plugged. Cause if you don't, the devil's going to. And yeah. so anyway, that's a lot of things we teach. We can talk about that tomorrow, but, um, but I met Shane, and he invited his dad to come up and minister to me at a visitation. And, man, I just sat down. And you probably met people like this. I mean, I look in your eyes and just see the love of the Lord. Mm-hmm. But you sit down with someone, and you just go, something different about this guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was no judgment in his eyes. There was no worry in his eyes. There was no commitment. I call them Jesus eyes. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because they were just blue as the the ocean. <laughs> they were just, there was just something different. He light. Just, there, he was just, a light, there was a light in there, and he just looked at me. And he goes, you're going to be all right, son. And nobody, and I always get choked up. Oh. Nobody, nobody had ever, has, you know, people would call me son. You know, hey, boy, you're going to be all right. You got a daddy and me and stuff like that through the years. But nobody ever called me son like that. Like that. And it, and it, and it hurt, hurt it. And it felt real. Because like, and I know today that God had sent him to that jail. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's why I love doing jail visits. You see me when you see my social. Mm-hmm. I love going and, yes. and 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 sitting down with guys in jail because, you know, someone took that time with me, and I know how broken I was and how lonely I was, and just at the right time, somebody just came and visited me wow. that I didn't even know they were coming. Wow. So he's, you know, he invited me. He said, "I know you're getting out soon. You don't have any place to go. I want to invite you to come. I mean, who does this? But someone who trusts the Lord. I want you to, uh, you know." Once you come in, we're going to give you a room and at the house, and we're part of Victory Baptist Church in Cedar Park. That's where he had planted that church, and um, man, they just celebrated 25 years this right. past Sunday. Victory Baptist, Victory Baptist yeah. on 1431, yeah. And so, um, 25 years ago, he planted that church. But I, he said, "I want to invite you in, and we want to we want to show you this Jesus that loves you and has a plan for you." Because I, you know, I kind of shared my testimony. He was just crying. I'm so sorry for all you've been through. And so, can we pick me up? came and picked me up at, from jail. That's crazy. And uh, it was so funny. Um, I won't take long with this, but when they had transferred me from county jail to state jail, they had lost my stuff. The only clothes that I had come, had anyway, because I had been in jail for six months <laughs> right. and nothing left. And I'd come back from Florida to turn myself in. And it was just, a, there's a lot to the story. You can go on YouTube, by the way, and watch uh, my whole, whole oh, testimony. Good. I've got it on there. It's under Joshua Harris Oak Ridge Disciple House so that I send the guys there and they can go on and watch my testimony and then watch some stuff on, on Oak Ridge as well. I want them to do that so they know what they're getting themselves into. But you can go to YouTube, Joshua Harris, and there's a two-part testimony on there so there you go because there's stuff that i'm not going to be able to love it that you that you're yes. going to want to hear to kind of because you're going to go it sounds like there's some things missing and there are just yeah. because because it's it's a lot god has done a lot and i love it so mm-hmm. came and picked me up but they had lost my clothes and so when i walked out they had given me amy and i don't know if you remember this but they had given me i was i was skinnier than i am now i mean i keep myself in shape now because you're i got so big when i got sober and now but i was skinny you can imagine the cocaine addict all those things i was probably 130 pounds oh, they had gosh. given me three x pants like uh, doctor's pants, you know, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. a 4X shirt <laughs> and a rope to tie to my tie pa- to my pants up with. And I walked out, like and I walked sack. out, and this just shows you pop sense of humor. He, I walked out and he just started to giggle. And this man who just tortured me in a good way, you know what I mean? Just 
teaching me integrity and, and character. Just, drove me to Cedar Park, mm-hmm. and there is an HEB still on 1431 in Cedar Park. Early, no, yeah, Cedar Park. And made me walk through. He goes, he goes, come on. I said, man, I'm not getting out in this. He goes, you ain't staying in my car. I don't know you. And he didn't, didn't he didn't trust me. I wasn't gonna steal his right, car. He right. knew me at, at that point that I. But he goes, but he just he was doing it to humble me. Mm. So I had to walk around that H E B while he bought, while he bought one can of soup, Amy. One can of soup because that's what he would go in every day and buy one can of soup so that he could talk to someone new. Wow. He carries Bible with him, wow. and people would ask him, why do you carry that Bible all the time? You know what he would say? It was just a witnessing tool. He was a pastor in the area, witnessing to him. He said, you know the God that wrote this Bible. And that was his way of opening up the door to have a conversation mm. with them. So anyway, he, that's, that was his daily routine. And so we went up, we go, we get to his house, and Mama Retta, I call her Loretta Davis, most another pair of Jesus eyes, the most wonderful woman I'd ever, ever met, opened the door, and she looked at me. And then she looked at Bob mm. with just seething anger in her eyes, and she goes, you made that boy walk around H-E-B looking like that. And he goes, yep. That's sure a good did. mama. Oh, so we got 45 seconds. So, so now I'm, now I'm, now I'm, now God has rescued me. Yes. Yes. God has so rescued we're at me and brought me into, and brought somebody... me into a family who literally their whole being oh, was making disciples. And you needed a family. I needed a family. All I right, mean. guys, this is so powerful. So, so, you know, uh, God always makes a way and, and we're going to go into the end of this story tomorrow, and then we're really going to talk about Oak Ridge Disciple House because I want all of you out there to know that there is a place where men can go that are addicted and broken and lost, and um, there are some crazy stories coming out of Oak Ridge Disciple House. I mean, these men are getting picked up, turned around, and placed back on solid ground. Amen. Amen. And Joshua coming out of a uh, horrible childhood and, uh, you know, just scars and brokenness and addiction to cocaine. But the Lord walks him out of that jail that day. And, um, wow, he's never been the same since. <laughs> Join us tomorrow. This is Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show. No, no, no.